You're listening to IT Market Buzz, sponsored by Copy Punch IT. Here's your host, Kimberly Duran. Paul Denay is an award-winning marketer with more than 20 years of success in generating demand and creating buzz for leading technology, consumer products, financial services, and professional services organizations. Paul is currently Global Managing Director of Services and Social Marketing for Avaya, a global leader in enterprise communications. He's also a three-time author, and his newest book is titled Facebook Advertising for Dummies. When I interviewed Christopher Ryan, he was saying that when sales and marketing work together, it's a thing of beauty. And I have to tell you that when I came across your work, I thought the same thing. What you're doing with social media is a thing of beauty, and I want to spread the message about it. Great, great. Happy to so do that. you have a new book coming out, Facebook Advertising for Dummies. This is my, my third book. Um, first book was Facebook Marketing for Dummies. Uh, second book was uh, Social Media and the Contact Center for Dummies. And now I'm on to Facebook Advertising for Dummies. Um, I really believe in this particular space, Facebook Advertising. In fact, it was a pretty easy sell to the Wiley folks uh, who produce all the dummy series, right? Uh, I had talked to them uh, about, you know, wrapping up some of the, the other books and what have you, and they asked me if I had any ideas. And I said, you know, we're, we're thinking about, uh, you know, a, a book around Facebook advertising, and, you know, I asked them as a, a corollary, do you have a book called Google AdWords for Dummies? And, you know, of course, they were like, yes, we have something like that. <laughs> and by the way, it's one of our most popular selling books. And I said, well, then I've got the very next one that uh, should be equally as popular, which would be Facebook advertising for dummies. And, you know, sort of mm-hmm. went into an explanation about what that is and, you know, why I think it's that way. And uh, they were quick to say, great, well, we'd love to see a proposal from you on that. And, you know, that was somewhere around the beginning of the year, and we're basically wrapping that up right now. Uh, we sent in our last edits, and that should be out in uh, December, according to Amazon, which is the god of all book launches. So uh, <laughs> Amazon will be out in December, right? Would you give us a quick overview of why this subject is so critical for marketers to know about? Facebook in general, you know, the when you really get uh, down under the covers and start to do some of the uh, you know, looking at some of the stats, and uh, you know, obviously, I've been you know a big student of this, and uh, you know, spreading that gospel. You know, it, let me just give you some quick steps that come to my mind, right? So, if Facebook was a country, it would be the third largest country, right behind China and India. Uh, its user base is obviously over 500 million, uh, which is one of the well, is the largest user base, uh, you know, registered user base, you know, out there. Which means, out of all internet users, that's one out of every four. Internet users, right, is on Facebook. So that's pretty cool. Um, uh, A stat that I had a while back was 800,000 people join Facebook uh, every day, whereas the population of Seattle is, you know, 500,000 or something along those lines. I mean, it's just the numbers are incomprehensible in some cases. Obviously, 35 years and older represent the fastest growing demographic. Uh, you know, 70% of the traffic, by the way, is outside of the U.S., which is sort of an impressive number, too. So its, it's reach is, is more global than people expect. Um, two billion photos get uploaded every month, making wow. it the largest photo sharing site behind uh, uh, sites like Flickr. Um, and if you do the math on that, right, I'm, I'm a big math fiend, uh, that's 750 <laughs> photos per second. Right, because oh, <laughs> I, I, I love these stats, and I always sort of do that kind of test to make sure that that's actually real. 
Um, 14 million videos uploaded to the site each month, making it the second largest video sharing site behind YouTube. YouTube is still sort of far and away there. Um, 8 billion pieces of information like web links, news, stories, blog posts, you know, status updates, blah, 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 uh, uh, every month. Uh, 45 million status updates every day. Uh, let me see, what's some other good ones? Um, uh, average Facebook user views 662 uh, pages per month. Um, and basically, you know, boiling it all down, right? The punchline is it's the second largest site, according to Alexa, behind Google and surpassing Yahoo. So I used to have to say it was the third largest site until one day I was going to do this presentation in uh, Boston or whatever. And I, I said, hey, before I go on, I haven't looked at this in a while. Let me go to Alexa and see what's, what's going on with Facebook. And they had actually surpassed Yahoo. And, uh, and they're not that far off from, from Google, by the way. It's, um, let's see, the, it's, I, I can't remember how many million uh, page views, but that's not a lot. You know, to close a gap of, you know, tens of millions of page views is, is, a, is a pretty easy thing to do. And, uh, you know, I predict we're going to see that, uh, that, that line cross Google at some point or another. And, you know, I think the reason that it's important to talk about this in the context of Google is, you know, it's one of those sites that is, is so powerful in a different way than Google is, right, which works mm-hmm. on history, search history, proprietary algorithms. You know, Facebook operates on real data, you know, real people's names, real addresses, real feelings, real thoughts, real tastes and likes and news that people post. And it has the potential to define or redefine uh, how people will buy things, how they will develop things, and how they will market things, right? So you've seen, um, you know, instances on, on Yahoo or Google or any of the search engines where you can get a, a, a review of a movie <clears throat> from an individual. And, you know, who cares what an anonymous person has to say? You know, if I want to see a movie or I want to know about, you know, is this movie okay to take my, my kids to, you know, I'll put it out to my friends and I've got, you know, a, a recommendation in a matter of minutes, right? So that has implications on how I'm going to buy things, right? Mm-hmm. You saw how Honda had developed this car and, you know, started to do their promotional launch on Facebook and put up the design of the car and the pictures of the car. And, and the, the population of Facebook just, you know, hated it. And do and, and you think they're going to do that differently next time? you think they're going to actually bring designs forward and, and include their Facebook fans in, in developing their products? Heck yeah, absolutely. In mm-hmm. fact, I'm, you know, trying to do some of that a little bit with Avaya, right? And, and plus... They have a shot at mastering how uh, marketers will target people and how we will market to people, right? So I, I said they will redefine how we'll buy, how we'll develop, and market. So on the marketing side, you know, if if you have access to what people really like and you can target based on that, you know, male, lives in the Northeast, likes to go sailing and eat sushi, and, and mm-hmm. I've got a perfect product for that. Well, bingo. That's, that is... The way you're gonna you're gonna get a message in front of me, and that's different than Google, which you know I'd have to be more proactively looking for a term. Here, it's a little bit more uh, implicit rather than an explicit search for something like that. So I think the the way in which we're going to market is going to become very different. And uh, you know, if we can master that as marketers, it's going to make the idea of putting in search terms and buying on search terms look a little bit 
aged, you know, like a buggy whip mm-hmm. or a Betamax tape in comparison. Right? <laughs> and, you know, so that's why it's my opinion that Facebook really is a once-in-a-century-like communication tool, right? And, and, and that's a pretty heavy statement. It's like that of the Gutenberg Press. It's like that of the Marconi Radio or the invention of the video or the invention of the photograph. You know, or, and, oh, by the way, all of those things or on your profile, a radio, a, a Gutenberg press, meaning a blog, a, a video, you can post you know, pictures to it. Everyone has all of those prior communication inventions on their profile for free. Okay, so, <laughs> come on. What else? Try to tell me something else that, that tops that. Yeah, okay, there's going to be spin-offs and other social networks, and they're going to vie for this, and it's going to be, like, really interesting. And, you know, but, hey, these guys got the lead in a pretty major way. 500 million people, you know, look at LinkedIn, less than 100 million. Look at, you know, Twitter, still less than 100 million. You know, Foursquare, you know, a million. You know, they've got a pretty substantial lead by a factor of, you know, 5X. So, um uh, people talk about you know, or try to tell me, oh, this is a fad. It's going to go away. Well, you know, maybe people said that about Google at some point, and look where they are now. So yes, they did. Uh, I'll be quiet <laughs> and, and now let you ask more questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the opportunities there are spectacular. I highly recommend people checking out your books. Your newest book is Facebook Advertising for Dummies, and that's coming out when? Uh, the eighth of December. Uh, okay. And your pre- the 5th of December as a, you know according to the gods on Amazon who know all about <laughs> the launch. Okay, and then you also have some other really great resources in Facebook Marketing for Dummies and there's a another text available on your blog titled Social Media and the Contact Center for Dummies and that's also uh, really really useful. Yeah, thank you. That that's a free giveaway. That's a book I wrote, you know, with Wiley, a custom published book that I wrote with Wiley uh with their help. And uh, it sort of packaged up things that I was thinking about from a social perspective and how to make social media pay, right? Everyone talks about this, you know, oh, my God, I've got to get ROI out of social media. How do I calculate the ROI out of social media? What tools do I need to calculate, you know, the, the ROI of social media? And I think that path leads you down the wrong decision tree, you know, if you mm-hmm. will. Uh, you, you begin to look for tools, you begin to look for silver bullets, you begin to look for rainbows, you use leprechauns, and you know, anything else you can to, to tell you how to you know, measure the ROI of social media. <laughs> and, and that is where everyone, or not everyone, but certainly a lot of people are going wrong. And what I see happening in organizations is, because you know, I talk to a lot of people about social is they're, they're doing what I would consider social science experiments and you know, like hoping that it's going to pay or hoping that there's going to be a response. And um, the latest stats that I had seen was from uh, TSIA, the Technology Services uh, Industry Association. And, and they, they said that 68% of social media marketers uh, don't know or cannot measure ROI of their social media efforts. 68%. Mm. And that is, and that, this is, you know, this is a recent stat. And that is mm-hmm. a tragedy, right? I mean, the, the train is off the tracks. Back it up, <laughs> you know. There's, there's, there's just no reason for that. And, and what you see happening in other pockets is, is what I would consider really normal invention, like, you know, uh, Dell with the coupon code, right? 
you know, maybe they could give away S&H green stamps, right? How, how simple could that be? And just using a coupon code with Twitter, major <laughs> efforts. I mean, it's, it's like, duh, I could have done that. We had the same discussion. I mean, I, don't, I hate to date myself, right? But we had the same discussion back at the beginning of the web and back at the beginning of, you know, things like Google AdWords, right? Uh, again, back to the old the G word, you know. Uh, and how do you track the ROI of Google AdWords? Well, we did normal things. We did we made special pages, special landing pages. In some cases, we made a ton of ghost pages, so it would be one page, but then it was this Google Ad campaign, that Google Ad campaign, and it were all the same, but just different. A/B testing of the same, uh, you know, the same destination, but different ways to get at it, right? So, and, and we did 800 numbers, we did embedded links, you know, special custom links. I mean, you know, come on, guys, you know, measuring social from a, from a certain perspective, people are, are beating your pants off when it comes to <laughs> measuring normal social activity. So that's on the normal social activity. I'm going to approach. Social, like everything else that I do, which I believe is the wrong approach, and I'll, I'll, take, I'll take you into what I believe is the right approach. I, you know, I believe there is a strong business case to be had around social media if you go down the right path, which I see very few people coming down there with me, which is why I wrote that book, Social Media in the Contact Center, right? Because social media is, um, there's a faction of your social media audience that is saying good things about you. So there's nothing to do with that. I mean, maybe you can take the advocates and, you know, do something fun with them. And that's, of course, a lovely thing to do. But, you know, there's no ROI there, right? So ring it out. There's nothing there. People are saying things are, that are neutral to your organization. Let's say, you know, I've got a job posting or, you know, have you seen this about this, you know, about Avaya or have you done that or you should try this? Those are all neutral comments and that's, that's lovely and there's definitely no ROI in, in that. But mm-hmm. I think the strong opportunity exists when you're staring down the, the eye of the tiger, as I like to call it, right? Where someone says, <clears throat> my product or my service from your company stinks. Okay, well, now you're staring into the eye of the tiger. (laughs) Can you take that person and help them, right? Become, you know, have that conversation and turn that into a positive advocate type of situation. If you can do that, then I think you have a really strong uh, ROI in social media. And I'll take you through that in in a second, right? So what I see is, is people sort of casting that away and not really working that particular trail. You see, you know, many companies are focused at the, the uh, communications level and they're not really going down the supporting existing customers. Now, what can be bad about a, supporting an existing customer who's having a problem? I, I don't understand it. If customers who get help from companies or co- customers who are provided an excellent customer experience are willing to pay more for your products, right? Yes. And I've seen a recent study, 9% more. It's okay, so somebody quantified it. Lovely. I, I think it's somewhat north of 9%, but you know, maybe that's some sort of running national average that includes everything from you know, toothpaste to you know, via servers, right? Which is you know, obviously a huge uh, span of, uh, uh, of prices there. And best of all, when they get this kind of good customer service vis-a-vis the web or vis-a-vis social, they tend to give a very good word of mouth, right? And that unlocks the beauty of social media. People saying, hey, I just got some outstanding service from Avaya. (laughs) Holy cow. And in some, it's me and my team, right? We're behind this, which is a, which is an easy thing to do. And you just need to be listening 
out there and then finding those things and engaging with those things. It's, it's the normal three things that every social media guru out there talks about. Listen and share and engage, right? So, I mean, those are the three things that we do on a daily basis. And, mm-hmm. you know, what you also find is that, you know, you take these customers, you make happy customers out of them, they're less likely to defect and they are uh, much more profitable long-term. And these are not things that I made up off the back of a napkin. These are things that I've read <laughs> in, you know, Forrester research and, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, on the positive side of the ledger, you take a customer who's having an issue with your company or with your product or your service, you turn them into an advocate, they are going to drive good word of mouth, they're going to be less likely to defect, they're going to be more profitable long term, they're willing to pay more for your service, and, and that's all a great benefit. So if we have engaged in hundreds out of the thousands of or hundreds of thousands of conversations that have happened around of INR products over the last year through social. And yes, there's that many out there for any of you listeners, right? Anyone who's making like ball bearings or, you know, solder paste or, you know, something really (laughs) obscure that doesn't believe there's conversations out there, go look, stop the tape, you know, put this whole thing on pause, go to search.twitter.com and plug in your company name and see what people are saying about your company just on Twitter, right? And, you know, then think about other things like, you know, blogs and social networks like a like a Facebook or uh, forums, and and look and see what people are saying. Right, you may need a listening tool to go watching for all those things. But um, it, so what we stumbled into is that's a wonderful side of the the uh, the social media coin. And if we have you know pick it fifty people, right, and our cost of sale is you know in the in the ten thousand dollar range, that's five hundred thousand dollars. Have we spent five hundred thousand dollars in social media in the course of a year? No. Right, and mm-hmm. we spent a tenth of that, maybe somewhere in that zone. Right, we spent fifteen percent of our interactive budget, right, on on social media, and uh, and I don't see that changing at this point, and I don't see that being an enormous number, but at least we we, we get a strong return on that investment, and we're delighting our customers in the process. So mm-hmm. how can that be a bad thing? I don't I don't know how we've got our train off the tracks on that. Check out part two of my interview with Paul Denay, author of Facebook Advertising for Dummies. You have been listening to IT Market Buzz with your host, Kimberly Duran. Please visit our sponsors at www.copypunch.com.